Welcome to the Bullish Drive Podcast, where we explore the realms of faith, mental performance, and personal testimonies through conversations with high-level performers. Join us as we extract valuable insights from their experiences to supercharge your pursuit of peak performance. This is a Bullish Drive Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Bullish Drive Podcast. I'm James Reeson, your mental performance coach. And if you're new to the podcast, first off, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. Here we do interviews with high-level performers. So we're talking athletes, musicians, professional trainers, esports competitors. We run the gamut, but at the end of the day, we just want to bring wisdom to all of our listeners. What did they do? What barriers did they overcome? What mindset skills did they use? What things were they not prepared for that they had to figure out and adjust, hopefully to save you time so that when you are aspiring to become the next athlete, the next big musician, that you are putting things and skills in place to help you get there. And today we have an awesome guest. She has done so much with just her art and as you listen to this conversation i want you to really hone in on just her faith that she had in god's plan for her life and what i love is that her parents very much instilled just building up this creativity within her and despite any hardships or difficulties it just continued to grow it continued to grow to the point where if you're a t-wolves fan maybe you've peeped john's shoes he's the mc for the timberwolves his custom Jordies were done by our guests today. Or maybe you've seen some NBA players showing off some custom artwork, probably hers. Or maybe you bought the Siempre Familia hoodies uh, during the, the, the Latin celebration night. That stuff was done by our guests today. Alejandra Calasimo is here today to talk about just her journey in art and her faith with God. And it's just incredible. I don't want to say too much more because just hearing her testimony is super powerful. So I'm super stoked, super excited to invite Alejandra Calasimo, the artist here on the Bullish Drive podcast. Welcome to the show. I have someone who I've known for a long time and she has just stepped into her calling and really grown her passion. So I'm super stoked for her to share that. Um, if anybody likes the Timberwolves, there was a super sweet hoodie that went out there, Siempre Familia, which was designed by Alejandra. And uh, she is here today on the Bullish Drive podcast. I'm super stoked to share her journey. So Alejandra, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. This is my first podcast, so it's, yeah. I'm excited that it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we start out with you just kind of telling us a little bit about what you do obviously i i you know broke it by saying you're an artist but you know just a little bit more about that uh and and yeah we'll start there so what do you do what what are you what are you doing yeah um honestly right now my time is split in half i would say i'm still really focused on art and doing my artwork um, which could be a variety of things, whether it's sports related or just commissioned work from people, close friends as well. Um, but I'm also still an educator. Um, I do some work with the, um, the, a school, the, the school district that I'm near right now and um, help with subbing and stuff. I was a full-time teacher last year, but um, have moved into this new schedule of still doing art, but um, being included in the schools. Yeah, yeah. So now, when it comes to your art, 
Now, this isn't something new for you. Like this is this right. is a passion that you've had for a while. So, uh, where did that start? Like, and yeah, where did that start? How did you find this kind of calling for? Because for those who are listening, like her art is super dope, and it's like really really good. So she's gonna be humble. I can feel it, but it's really good stuff. So where did it start? Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot. I have a lot of people ask me this because they're like, I mean, was it since you were really little? Like, how did I? And truthfully, it was like that sounds cheesy, but like my parents would buy me like watercolor sets or crayons, and I was doing it everywhere. And I don't know um, at what point, like, if it was encouraged at school, if I was just drawn to it, but. Um, I would do it at home and then obviously grew into a more uh, practiced thing through like middle school and high school. Um, but I remember in high school, um, just finding the art room to be a, a place that felt safe and just relaxing. Um, that be part of my day where I didn't feel stressed. I was just focused on something that I loved. and. Um, that really led my art teacher at the time who really pushed me to continue it. She saw something in me that um, really allowed her to believe in me and say like, I think this is something that you love to do and because of it, like keep going. Mm -hmm. And so she really encouraged me not only to do art, but also be an educator. So she was the one who um, was like, you know, maybe being an art teacher is one way to go. Cause I think with art, there's so many different things. I mean, even mm -hmm. now it's grown more than when I was in high school. Um, doing like digital work or you know working for an animation company like there's so much you can do with art mm -hmm. but she was like you know do you like teaching others and do you love do you like spending time with kids which at the time i did i had spent a lot of time with youth so it was that combination of like i'm doing art at a really young age i love it how can i tie it with something else that could um also bring at some point income to our household too right, like right. A, a career you know mm -hmm. and so that was the both those both things like teaching and art and so that's the route that um i originally went yeah now now was there was there an art project in high school or anything like that where like you you did it and it was like filled with just a hundred percent of who you are and you're like this is it like this is this is my passion here like i know you said your teacher like encouraged you but you know some people will tell us we're good at stuff and we just don't like doing it <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean but so now what, what do you remember like that one piece or that one moment where you're like man this is this is my jam this is my thing you know that's so funny i'm so glad you just asked that because i realized just now based off of what i'm doing now so which i'm sure we'll go into with the type of art that i'm creating but mm -hmm. i made I, I remember i loved making art for other people but i mm -hmm. also loved making art that included things that i loved right and so i rem i just i had forgotten about it but i made this really large painting one of my bigger paintings in high school um was during the world cup and so i knew my dad loved brazil brazil has been our family team ever since I was little <laughs> we love that team yeah. and so I created this huge painting that um had like landscape that included um that was found in Brazil so like jungle and like animals but also like I said like the landscape portion of like mountains or mm. water and I included all of that and I put uh, the big uh, world cup 
in it and I was like oh my gosh like my dad's gonna love so I grabbed a whole bunch of pieces of of things that I loved and I mm -hmm. put it on one location and like that's what it was for me like the world cup was um all of these different things that I love and brought together in one and now that I think about it I think that that's that's probably my first like sports related work that I did that um moved me to put what I was feeling on canvas yeah. and so I think that that's one one of the bigger uh, parts, but I think that also plays into what my work is now of like combining a lot of different things together to make one. Um, mm -hmm. My paintings aren't just like one thing; it's I, I bring a lot of mediums into it as well. And so I made a lot of, of different pieces in high school that um, combined images together, and that was so fun. Like obviously, there's you can look outside, you can look out the window and see a tree and beautiful leaves. But like when you bring in other aspects like that, the fact the leaves are crunchy and you bring like that's all that gives you an experience. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to do with my artwork is create this experience um, by combining. I love that. I love that. That's so cool. And so we're going to we're going to get back to that sports side. But I, I want to like chrono chronologically move through, you know, your journey. Yeah. So um, you, you graduate from high school. You know, mm -hmm. now you, you're choosing a college career. Um, you said that it was education. That's kind of what is that what you immediately jumped into or were you focusing on other areas of art at that time? Yeah, I focused a lot on education right away. Like what what path would lead me to this um, to a program that would combine both? Mm -hmm. Really, I needed both. Yeah, I needed that combination of art and education. And so I was really excited but really nervous to go to college just because um there was this pressure as a first generation student like mm. i was finally gonna do something that no one in my family had done before and so i had it was like okay i need to pick the right place i also wanted to you know feel comfortable feel close to home so my journey started at bethel university um in arden hills minnesota and so i there i found a program that was combining both like i mentioned art and education mm -hmm. um, plus i was close to home and uh it was faith-based so those were all things that mattered to me mm -hmm. and so i began with that um later on i actually met my i had met my husband prior in middle school actually and then uh spoken in high school and we um, had got to a point where we wanted to get married and so that's when I transferred. So my education went from Bethel University to NDSU. So North Dakota State University also had um, a program that they had started. It felt really new mm -hmm. as did Bethel's, um, a program that combined those art and education. I mean art teachers exist but for some reason like the colleges that I had looked at didn't have like a set program for the for someone who wanted to go that route mm -hmm. so we that's where it started for me and continued for me at north dakota state university where we did art i did art education and i really got to dig into those art courses um had an emphasis in painting which is why that's where a lot of my knowledge comes from is in the world of painting but mm -hmm. um i got to explore you know, what did schools look like in another state too, in North Dakota, and then later on moving back and doing student teaching in Minnesota. But um, yeah, it was it was not a regular, like I started 
college and then I graduated from that college and that was it. It was, there was a lot in between, mm -hmm. like I said, from transferring to even getting married and then um, balancing life as an artist, a teacher, a wife, mm -hmm. everything, a, a daughter trying to yeah. also, um, you know, complete those dreams that my parents had for me too, of, of going to college and, and completing and getting my degree. And so once I graduated, it was, it was huge. It was huge for me. And I always say like, I'm not the only one that walked across that stage that day. My parents did too. Mm. Um, and my family, like my husband and my, my grandparents, you know what I mean? Like I, I had carried, I carried so much across that stage that, um, was something that I was really proud of yeah. and that I to, to give to more people other than myself. That's so awesome. I love that's that's really cool. I love that story. I love um I love that how many firsts you mentioned in there, right? Like just yeah. all these transitions and stuff like that. So with that first, because I think this is an important uh mindset that we need to instill in our younger generations, right? I think people people pull away from uh things that they've never experienced before. People pull away from things that they're uncomfortable with. You know, um I I I tell this story a lot, but I, I think it it really kind of personifies this. I was working with a rugby team and they were bottom of the league, right? They're bottom of the league and they hired me to consult for them. And, uh, you know, I asked them, well, what does your tackling drills look like? Right. What does your tackling look like? And they're like, we don't do tackling in practices. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't? Like, this is rugby. Like, that's kind of like 90% of the game. Right. Yeah. And the reasoning for it, however logical it was, was they were afraid that they were going to get hurt. Yeah. You know? And and that mindset, unfortunately, stopped them from competing. Right. And, um, you know, they we eventually added it. We, we taught them how to tackle right, how to, you know, line up the, the opposition so they could do it. And they ended up winning the championship that year. But but the, the moral of the story is, I think a lot of people, you know, when they see something that's new or scary in front of them, they'll completely avoid it, not knowing that they're actually hurting their their journey, that they're yeah. hurting their their difficulties. So um, with yours, like like you said there was just a lot of new things that yeah. you had never encountered before what did you do um in those moments to to believe in your journey to believe yeah. in the outcome or to i don't know if convince is a good word like like walk us through that what was that like um stepping into those unknown unknown places yeah i think oh there's so much that played into it i think that one was knowing that what i was doing was greater than myself was like mm. the purpose behind it was greater than myself so i wasn't doing it just for me which but i think doing it for yourself is also important i mm. you can't leave that out um but i had i think i would say a lot of healthy and then also unhealthy pressures that mm. um pushed me to the healthy ones um obviously knowing that like i wanted to accomplish something in order to really make a difference in my community so like how could i be an educator that helps um shape the lives of these students that you know, i already cared about you know you know what yeah. i mean even though yeah. i wasn't a teacher yet and so um something that it's when we we're when we we're in school when we were in school last even last year um, I taught elementary school so mm -hmm. um, obviously the way that I spoke to them is very different than if you speak to an adult or a high schooler or anything but sometimes. Um, really <laughs> sometimes that's true <laughs> but really sometimes really it was telling them like 
we can do hard things mm -hmm. and like that quote of like you can do hard things um is knowing that like it's not your things aren't going to be easy we know that yeah. um and so if we live our lives trying to avoid it like we're never going to learn what it is to get up and what it is to persevere and then also reap like like you know feeling that um satisfaction of like you 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 did it you reached yeah. something that you were going after and so um to circle back to your question so one like i said the pressure of it being something greater than myself um wanting to accomplish something with a per for a purpose that i felt was really important to me yeah um and then also i love to learn and so and i know that not everyone is wired that way and i say it because mm -hmm. my husband will openly tell you like he you know got we did, got through college like did what he did but yeah. like learning and going through the classes and stuff was just not his thing like mm -hmm. didn't really enjoy it versus i i love education also why i'm a teacher why i went to being a teacher but <laughs> yeah um i love knowing that there's something that some like no matter what the world can take from you like your knowledge and what you know can't be taken mm -hmm. and so the i know that like I'm being drawn to being a student and learning and like that pushed me as well. Um, but last I would say it's also knowing um, and having confidence in in who I'm being called to be. And I think that mm. that connects a lot to my faith. And so for me, my faith was this, is the center of how I run my life and how I go forward and things. And so knowing that I was created with a purpose um, mm. reminded me like, this is why we do it. This is why we push forward as well. And knowing that I wasn't alone, truthfully, yeah. like my faith teaches me that there's someone greater than I am that walks alongside me when things do get hard and they will get hard. Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of a, a big, part of it too is knowing like not going in like blindly like oh this is gonna be easy there's nothing that's gonna affect mm -hmm. me it's more of like no we're, I know we're walking into something that's gonna be difficult and who am I gonna be during those times mm -hmm. so I wanted to push through and then I wanted to achieve something that I knew no one else had achieved as well and um, I did that with the help of my family but most importantly with the help of God and so yeah we made it we we graduated <laughs> 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 that's right and you're still growing you're still growing yeah. and and like you you guys are still very young at least compared to me so i mean like like <laughs> you guys yeah you guys are killing it and there are a couple things you said that i really want i i'm, I'm hoping to expand a little bit on the, the first thing is you um and i might misquote this because it came by really fast and i don't know if listeners caught this too but you said wisdom um cannot be taken i think yeah. is what you said yeah, and and I love that. Can you expand about on that? Like, what what do you mean by wisdom cannot be taken? What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, there's we live in a world where material things matter to a lot of people, mm -hmm. and very plainly, you know, my house can be taken from me, sure. whether it's natural causes or if we fail to pay or if we do whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, things can be stolen. Things mm -hmm. can be, but. And, and really like if we find our identity in those things that could be that could destroy us too but like mm. what we know and what we've learned and what we um take in is what we carry ourselves with and the way that we treat people the way that we do our work the way that we are a 
daughter, uh, a wife, like that, that is who we are. Yeah. That can become who we are in our core, right? Like our, we can take that, whatever knowledge we, we decide to take in and then um, that can influence the way that we act and the way that we um, show ourselves to be to other people. And so um, everything I've learned, like that's all in here. So mm -hmm. like, that's, that's what I'm going to take with me. And that's why it can't be taken from you is because you get to decide, you have the power to decide what you do with that knowledge moving forward. Oof, man, I got shivers from that. That's a word <laughs> in of itself, man. Think like, I love that. I love, and, and the part that you said, like you have a choice, right? You can choose what you're going to do yeah. with that wisdom. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and I find that a lot with, you know, just, just building your wisdom with the Bible right i think a lot of people do it just so they can hold it all in themselves and, okay. and stuff like that but then something i discovered when i started doing like these podcasts and stuff like that like um when you have a heart to give back right when you have a heart to pour into other people then you start building this want to grow your knowledge base right yeah. um and there was a graham betchard is one of my mentors and he said uh you know always work out of a place of um of graciously giving you know, because yeah. when you graciously give, there's so many other side effects that come with that, like taking your wisdom. You know, it's something you take wherever, like you said. And I love that you said that with with um, with wisdom um, and in comparison with all the other things that can be taken from us. You know, yeah. um, I love that. And then the second thing you said is you're talking about God's calling for you. And one of our slogans is your destiny is waiting. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like you said, God has a specific destiny for us and he's willing to walk with us. Um but uh everybody everybody will try and take different ways to get to their destiny and sometimes that that makes our destiny wait you know what i mean like it's not coming towards us we have to walk towards it so what kind of conversations did you have um with god uh to uh to to make sure you're still walking on the path of your calling and uh knowing what that was you know i think it's a conversation it's an ongoing one I think it's one that I'm still having with God now. Like, what, how can I use what I'm doing for your glory? But also, um, you know, the desires of my heart, you know, that things sometimes just bring you joy and that's mm. why you do them. And so it's really asking like, what, what does what I'm doing offer? Not just me, but like my soul. And then how, how can that impact those around me? Um, something that i came to realization within the last couple of weeks actually was um with the paintings that i've been doing i have so much fun creating them right mm. i love some what uh, out of all the things that i love they're one of the things included in there is sports and it's basketball and it's yeah. creating things on canvas that will allow me to express the experience that i get when mm. i go to a game mm. um and so I've had the conversation of like, okay, God, like, why, why am I able to do that? Like, why, what's the purpose behind me being able to put that on canvas and creating something that's just fun and, and that thankfully has reached other people. Like, mm -hmm. I think that that's something too, that's the ultimate, um, that brings so much joy is like seeing someone else be like, Oh my gosh, like I love that. I feel like I can feel what how these colors come together and do that. and then that's how I connect with others, right? But I was like, why? Like I, I remember thinking, like, God, like why why does this matter? 
Mm. In the world where there's so much, why does painting sports matter? <laughs> why does why does putting this on canvas matter? And um, I started to discover that like there was ways that even something that I loved could be detrimental to me mm. um, if I wasn't handing it all to the one who created me. And that was That's that. I started to make paintings, and then at one point, if I made, I created, I created a piece. Um, I remember that, like, obviously, I worked through social media, so I posted on social media, um, but it didn't get the response that I was hoping for, mm. and that put me in a position where it stumped me, like, creatively. I was like, okay, now I literally can't, I can't paint because I'm losing my, like, I'm, I'm losing um, my inspiration. Like, I don't feel like it anymore. Like what? And it was really like, God called me to, to really dig, like, what, like, why are you in this spot? Like only you put yeah. you, yourself in this spot. Like, why are you in it? Yeah. Um, and really it's knowing like, what are we bringing our gifts to? Like, are we trying to gain the whole world or are we doing it for you know for another reason and i found that like because i hadn't gotten that like that initial response that i thought i needed and wanted and that was like the attention that that discouraged me Mm. and um in my time with god i also which goes back to getting knowledge you know gaining knowledge um one of my devotionals had brought me to um a spot where it talked about how if we're trying to please other human beings um we're never going to be gratified like it's never going to be enough Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's how god created all things for good but as humans um who are who are born into sin like we aren't we don't take these these things we sometimes take these things and they can be bad So something as beautiful as art or something as great as even food, like it can be used in a way that is not glorifying God. And so when we don't do that, it can start taking life from us instead of giving it to us. Mm -hmm. And so um, the reason why I say it's a continual question of like, God, what, like, what am I doing with it is because I have to continually ask that every day in order to to bring my focus to him yeah and so um I was like you know what sometimes art doesn't have to get me exactly what I think I need it to Mm -hmm. um and when I let go of that when I don't idolize the one thing that I feel like I'm good at um, God uses it for something greater. And so I've really been able to just find joy in it. Sometimes it brings an income, which is a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it brings me projects like Siempre Familia, the, the hoodie that I got to design that really helped me uplift my community. Mm-hmm. And so that those are the things that I'm looking for when I'm when I'm praying to God is like, how how can I find purpose behind different projects? Um, or just find joy because he gives that that to us too. Sometimes it doesn't have to do with money or like changing an entire, you know, community. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just finding joy. Yeah. That there's so many good pieces in there. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't even know if I answered the question, (laughs) but 
No, you you answered it beautifully, and I think it really shows like how much God has helped walk beside you. You you touched on it a little bit earlier, just how you know God walks alongside you with these things, and you've shown like the benefits of allowing God to do that. I think a lot of times we don't let God do that, and then yeah. we get angry at God why He didn't show up. It's like, well, yeah, we didn't invite Him into it, so yeah. He's not gonna force His way into our lives. Like we have to be willing to, and so. Um, I think that was that was really great. I love that. Now, so we're we're closing uh, to the end of our time. So I just want to leave some space. Um, uh, any last things you want to tell uh, a listener, maybe aspiring artist or anything like that? That's that just wants to make sure they're doing the right things to keep them motivated and pushing through. Yeah, I think find a balance of like um, in life. You know, like I mentioned before, sometimes as an artist specifically, we try a lot to kind of live off of what we do too. I mean, it's something you can't avoid. We need income, you need things to come in, but um, find that balance of like, truly do what you love because you love it. Mm, and then good. find joy in more than that as well. Um, don't put all your joy, don't make, don't depend everything that you do on, on don't allow your joy to depend on just one thing um, because at some point things aren't going to work, aren't going to work out. The painting yeah. isn't going to sell the way that you thought it was yeah. or the project didn't turn out. Um, and so where are you going to find your joy then that will allow you to continue to move forward and doing what you love and, and creating the way that you were created to create? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's cause that's so good. That's so good. Now, now, um, you have a Instagram page, like you said, and, yes. uh, is there a way that someone can reach out to you if they, if they want to just chat with you about art commission something, or just see what you've done before? Yeah. So what, my first thing I would say, I'm very, I'm a, very active on Instagram. So Alejandra.Colosimo um is my tag and then other otherwise you can reach at my email which is art.colosimo at gmail.com i love it i love it well thank you so much for being on the podcast and i'm glad uh we finally got to do this thank you so much alejandra for being on the show today and like she said if you want to follow her check her out on instagram it's alejandra.colosimo and it's all for artwork which is super super cool to check out and if you are an athlete or musician looking to reach the next level of performance, reach out to us at www.bullishtribe.com. I'd love to hear your story and just see how we can potentially partner to help you reach that next level. Once again, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Bullish Drive podcast. We'll see you next week. And always remember, it starts with you and your destiny is waiting. Peace.